Welcome back to More Money Minutes for Doctors. I'm Catherine Vesnes, CEO and founder of MD Financial Advisors. And today we're going to be talking about something that is on all of our doctors' minds. How will geopolitical events, the state of global politics, impact your investments going forward? So while a lot is uncertain, one thing we can all prepare for is that our economy here in the U.S. and the worldwide economy is most likely going to feel the effects of global unrest. Now, for those of you who followed along with our webcast series, about two years ago in the spring of 2020, you'll notice a lot of the same patterns that we talked about then are taking place right now in this current market downturn. So today we're going to cover how we can prepare our doctors to take advantage of a market downturn and also give you some statistics to help you sleep a little bit better tonight. So for further questions, or if there's something you'd like us to cover in a future episode, please reach out to us at info at mdfinancialadvisors.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media at MD Financial Advisors. And that way you'll never miss an episode. All right. It's becoming less and less often that our clients are actually reaching out to us panicked by what they hear about on the news about upcoming world events and how it's impacting their investments. And it's not because we've got some super secret fund that always goes up, never goes down. Wouldn't that be lovely if that investment was out there? Uh, but I think it's because we actually work year round meeting by meeting to protect our doctor's assets and to protect their thought processes about what can actually happen. And so that they're prepared for this kind of market downturn. Now, if you're one of our clients, you know that every single time we meet with you and we discuss the performance of your accounts, I'm always trying to set your expectations. And you're gonna hear me say the same things over and over year after year. And here's some of the expectations I'm hoping our clients are realizing. First of all, we're looking at returns that are roughly 3% above inflation on average. Will we do this every year? No, we will not. But on average, we're talking about maybe six, six and a half percent return, depending upon your ratio of stocks to bonds. So oh, that's expectation number one. Number two is I want to remind you that roughly one in every four years, the U.S. stock market it has a negative year, negative returns, meaning the end of the year is less than it was on January 1. Unfortunately, these once in every four years do not happen like clockwork every fourth year. Sometimes we might go six or seven years before we have any down markets, and then we might have two in a row. So keep in mind that's about once in every four years. Also, the studies show that the down year, that one in four years that's down, is much less than the up year. So overall, the market still does really well over time. So yes, we will have down years. And as I say, every single time we discuss your investments, sometimes these can last weeks, months, and even years. So be prepared. That can happen. But today, one of the things we want to talk about is how to take advantage of down markets. So just like everything we do, we believe a better educated client is a better client. And we believe that educating you, you're really smart. Once you've got that good education, you can make great decisions about your finances. 
So we spend a lot of time working with our clients going over investment philosophy and investment strategies and how to create a plan that helps them sleep really soundly at night. So today I wanna to run through a couple of our techniques and some of our philosophies that you can use to help you sleep better tonight about your finances. All right, number one, we are buy and hold investment managers. We do not believe in timing the market. We could run through numerous studies about how timing the market does not work, but I wanna reach out now to the do-it-yourself investors that are still listening to our podcast. They're, you're not our clients because you like to do it yourself. And that's fine, but I wanna remind you that the surveys show that the do-it-yourself investor costs themselves somewhere between one to 4% per year in returns, depending on who's doing the survey. And that's because the do-it-yourself investors get very nervous and they wanna pull their money out right when they should be staying put or buying and holding. So we believe in getting into the market and staying in the market. Uh, also, we wanna review your risk profile. How much risk you can tolerate is a big part of investments. We wanna make sure you can sleep at night and we translate that risk into uh, an asset model, your stock to bond ratio. Um, if you've got some concerns about this right now, if the market's making you really nervous, reach out to us. We can adjust your risk model, which means we can reduce the stocks uh, down, increase the bonds. But I don't like to do it in reference to current events or the market just being down now. So if you want more information about that particular topic, check us out on More Money Minutes for Doctors, episode number 17. Now, that doesn't mean we don't rebalance. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar with this technique, let me just talk about it very briefly. So all of our portfolios have some stocks and some bonds. And for our discussion today, I'm going to pretend it's a 50-50 portfolio. In fact, very few of our clients have a 50-50 portfolio because that would be half stocks, half bonds. I think of this as my widows and orphans portfolio. Not appropriate for most doctors, but it's really good for our example. So if we've got a portfolio that's half stocks, half bonds, in an up stock market, pretty soon that before portfolio isn't half stock, half bonds or 50-50. It might be 60-40 or even 75-25. And that portfolio is a lot riskier than a 50-50 portfolio. Remember the first number is always stocks. It's a stocks to bond ratio. Now the opposite can happen in a market that we're looking at now, downturns due to the political events. And when that happens, your 50-50 portfolio might go to 25-75, only 25% stocks and 75% bonds. And that, of course, is a much less risky portfolio than what you'd originally signed up for. So in theory, this does not always work, by the way, but of course, in theory, stocks and bonds should be moving inverse to each other. When stocks are up, bonds are down, vice versa. So when the market is up, and stocks are doing really, really well, we sell some stocks to buy bonds because bonds are low and they're on sale to get us back to that 50-50 original con uh, design for your portfolio. In this kind of market, the exact opposite happens, right? Because stocks are down, bonds may be up. We want to sell more stocks 
to get back to that 50-50 configuration. So what this does is it forces us to take gains when the market's high, and it forces us to buy when the market is low. So once again, rebalancing, the studies show that this does add returns over time. Now, next concept, dollar cost averaging. So typically when our doctors come to us with a large uh, sum of money in cash, I don't like to put it all into the market at once because you never know if you're gonna get the market high, the market low or something in between. So I much prefer a technique that goes in over time. So we take this larger sum of money, we divide it into smaller portions. Sometimes we go in weekly, sometimes we go in monthly. We can do it over some months, sometimes even as long as it is a year. And what this does, it reduces the risk enormously because when you're dumping a whole bunch in, you never know if you're at the high or the low point of the market, right? Um, and it also reduces the average price of these shares over time. So it's a great way of reducing your risk and um, you don't have to worry at all about was your timing perfect. So dollar cost averaging is a technique that you should be thinking about now. All right, some things you can do right now. First of all, this is not the time to go stock picking. Yes, I've had some clients in the last downturn think, oh, airline stocks have been hit. Let's buy airline stocks because they're down. Once again, the, the studies over time prove that that kind of stock picking does not work. Wish it did. We would use it if it did. It doesn't work. So we don't want to time the market. We do want to stay the course. Now, some people are nervous, some of our clients, they may be tempted to pull the money out or they maybe don't wanna stop their regular contributions to their accounts. I had one or two doctors who did this uh, two years ago during the COVID crisis. I tried to talk them out of it, it, but for whatever reason, they didn't want to continue doing that. That's fine, that's not my job is to stop them. My job is just to educate them. Sure enough, they missed a huge run up in the market by pulling their money out and sitting on the sidelines. So on the other hand, if you've got some extra money now, this may be some good time to put it into the market. Um, so as Warren Buffett says, he likes to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful, or he's also been known to say, I buy when others are selling and I sell when others are buying. So think about this as a time when stocks, bonds, mutual funds are on sale and they're at a discount. So once again, if you've got extra money sitting on the sidelines, this could be a good time to put more money into the market. Now, next technique is I think this is a fantastic time to consider a Roth conversion. So just to refresh your memory, and we have talked about this in other podcasts, is if you've currently got an IRA, we want over time to get as much of that IRA into a Roth IRA that's called a Roth conversion, taking it from your existing IRA, moving it to a Roth, you do have to pay taxes on anything that's converted. So we have to be very careful with clients because obviously over time, this can really raise their tax bill in a particular year. So we're very thoughtful about how we do it. Now, with that said, this could be the perfect time to take some of your IRA money, maybe even all, but at least some of it, and start converting it to a Roth. And here's why. The market is down now. Your IRA accounts are down now because your account is smaller. That means you have to pay less taxes on the amount that you're converting. That can have a huge savings over, over time. Another reason you want to do this is taxes right now are relatively low. And if you've been following the news, you know our friends in Congress want to eliminate this wonderful, wonderful technique. 
They got very close to doing it last year. They, it did not pass, but it's on the docket again for this year. So they, because they want to eliminate this great tax advantage, now could be the time to be pulling it off before they get their eyes off of global wars and back on to the US taxpayer. So we don't know if they're gonna succeed later in the year or not, but it could be a good time for you to consider Roth conversions. Now, I wanna talk a little bit about the statistics because as you know, we're all about the financial science. So large swings are common, as we've talked about before. I try to warn this, uh, try to warn clients at every meeting that that could be a problem. But I want to talk about run-ups after the recovery. recovery. So Vanguard did a really interesting study, and they looked at the returns following eight international events from 1962 to 2016. Now, once again, this is why I tell our clients you want an old advisor with all this white hair because I've been here for every single one of these international events. Let me talk to you about a couple of them. On average, though, in the six months after this international event, the market was up 5%. And on average, a year after the event, the market was up 9%. So once again, this is why we don't want to get out now, because you could be missing these big, big runoffs. So let me run through just three of these so you can see what happened. 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis. Now, the initial sell-off cost the market 5%, it was down 5%. Six months later, the market was up 21%. One year later, it was up 26%. 1979, Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Initial sell-off, minus 5%. Six months later, the market was up 6%, and a year later, it was up a whopping 26%. And then let's look at the Ukraine conflict. I have to be frank, I'd forgotten there even was another Ukraine conflict. This was in 2014. The initial sell-off was 1%, minus 1%. Six months later, it was up 8%. One year later, up 12%. Now, out of all the events that they studied, there was only one that did not have a positive return one year after the event. And I think that was uh, 1974 with President Nixon's pending impeachment proceedings, which as we all know, he resigned rather than face impeachment. So the, the studies, the science is on our side to, to stay put. Now, dimensional fund advisors, many of you know we use them not uh, exclusively, but primarily because they're the only fund company that's dedicated to evidence-based investing completely. There's other companies out there that dabble in it, but this is dimensional funds forte. And they too looked at historical events and studied how long did it take a portfolio to return. They looked at a 60-40 portfolio, meaning 60% stocks, 40% bonds from the time period of 1987 to 2011. They looked at the response between um, one year after, three years after, and five years after the event. And on average, one year after the event, the market was up 4%. On average, three years, the market was up 23%. And on average, after five years, these portfolios were up 52%. All right, so in conclusion, market downturns are not new to any of us. It's why we try to prepare our clients for them day in and day out. And having a seasoned financial advisor and wealth manager in your corner means we don't balk at the market and we don't panic. And frankly, you shouldn't either. 
So if you have any questions about your investment portfolio, if you're feeling nervous, if you're having trouble sleeping, if you don't know what to do, please reach out to us. That's why we're here. So in closing, I hope you follow us on social media. It does help us spread the word a lot. If you found this helpful, please forward it on to your colleagues because I think they could use some piece about their portfolios too. And also send us your questions and topics for future issues of our podcast. And finally, if you'd like that second opinion on your financial health, we're happy to provide that. Please email us at info at mdfinancialadvisors.com.